Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Gary Davis, Randy Carricker, we go to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Our Blues Insider from The Athletic is Jeremy Rutherford, who is one of our favorite people in the world because there's nobody nicer on planet Earth than Jeremy Rutherford. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? Good. I need to change that reputation. Oh, no, <laughs> Buddy. You, 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 that's, a, that's a reputation you want to maintain, man. <laughs> Except for when uh, 99% of the people in life come up to you thinking they're going to walk all over you because Randy told everybody you're nice, right? <laughs> Here's the thing. I didn't... Uh... Like, people have that perception of me that I'm yeah. a nice guy, and then you get Martin Kilcoyne showing up. You know, no, he's a jerk. He's grabbing Patriots fans by the shirt and telling them to leave. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, let's start with this, and then we'll get into tonight's game. But wh- what's your read on the return of Vladdy to the lineup? Yeah, he looked pretty good yesterday. I did most of the practice, uh, obviously skating well with it being a hand injury. He's been able to be on the ice. And then uh, he's he's getting some shots off, making some passes yesterday. I took some video and tweeted it uh, at J.P. Rutherford if people didn't see that yesterday. And then he finished up practice on the other side of uh, the rink, uh, so he didn't go through the entire practice. Afterwards, I asked Craig Burby about him, and he said that he's getting closer. He said Vladdy didn't give him a timetable in terms of what game he's coming back, but he said he's getting closer. So I anticipate you could see him by the end of the, the homestand, if not uh, pretty soon. Hey, JR, what are your thoughts on the uh, the, the breakup of the line of uh, Bujnevis, Thomas, and Cairo, and also uh, Jake Neighbors moving up a lot, moving up a couple of lines and possibly getting more time on the ice. Yeah, Kerry, it hasn't looked very good the past couple of games. Those top six uh, forwards haven't been producing. Most of the, the effort, the uh, performance has been coming from the bottom six. And we asked Craig Bruby about that yesterday, about the change, and I thought it was a pretty insightful answer. He said that when Buchnevich was playing with Thomas and Cairo lately, he wasn't getting the puck a lot, he wasn't touching the puck a lot, and it was a lot of outside stuff. So what they want to do is put Brandon Saad up on that line. They'll do that tonight. With Thomas and Kairou, they think that Saad is a more direct player to the net, and uh, he, they think he'll be better on that line than Buchnevich has been lately. Meanwhile, you got three workers in Buchnevich, Shen, and Neighbors, and so Neighbors gets a promotion. He had a terrific game the other night against Ottawa, and now uh, he's got some chemistry with uh, Braden Shen. And now he'll be on uh, Shen's wing with uh, Buchnevich on the left. Hey, uh, Jr. we were talking earlier, and you can tell, Jake, this. We are working on a State Farm commercial for him. Uh, like a good neighbor, <laughs> State Farm is there. Uh, and, Jake, 
the State Farm guy. We we got something brewing here. So when he does get this commercial and this advertisement going, we need to. Uh, Randy and I and Rock need to be in the commercial. We're, we're gonna. Oh yeah, I'm all over it. That is so good. <laughs> that, that, that is so good. And you know, for years the Blues have had some guys. Carry uh, you got uh, Petro. I remember being on a, like a media bus with him years ago. And it's like Petro, how are you not the face of this Petro rest this uh, gas station here yeah, in town? Yeah, yeah Petromart. Yeah, and then you got the o- o- O'Reilly, yeah. and then <laughs> and then now you got Jake from State. For this is this is great, like a good neighbor. So yeah, they should definitely be taking advantage of all this stuff. And when there's nothing to monetize, we can come up with Hull and Oats. <laughs> right? but, but when it, when got it the... comes to monetizing it, nope, we come up a little bit short. <laughs> yeah, still, still got the trapper keeper, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who's a better team right now, the Nashville? Predators or the St. Louis Blues? You know, it's it's pretty even. I think uh, both of them have had their moments. Uh, we've seen with this Blues situation that, uh, you know, they can play with some of the better teams, uh, but they just can't do it consistently enough. But, you know, interesting you, you bring this up because you look at this next stretch of games here, and, Randy, I look at it, you got Nashville tonight, you got Chicago, then you go Buffalo, Arizona, Colorado, Winnipeg, Arizona, Florida, you know, even a team like Colorado in that mix is a team that scuffled most of the year, still trying to uh, find itself. Yeah, Winnipeg you know, seems Winnipeg, to be the best team in that group, right? I, I went through the entire group, and Winnipeg's the best uh, team in that group right there. And you're talking a stretch of eight games. So let's not call these, quote, you know, winnable, because uh, we've seen that the Blues, even going into, a quote, winnable games, you know, just can't play the way that they need to play. But with where the Blues are and the little time left before the trade deadline, you put a stretch of eight games like this on the schedule, and these are games you should be able to compete in, you know, particularly uh, tonight against this Nashville team. So, yeah, I, Predators, I would say, fairly even. They're right there in the mix in the standings with the Blues. But uh, Blues do have a stretch of games here against teams like them that they can beat. Hey, uh, Achari has been showing some flashes for me. What have you seen from him in his play uh, this season? Carrie, to me, you know, you, you have to judge it, I think, on a curve based on uh, what the player's role is. Like, I don't know that you compare a Jordan Cairo and a Noel Achari. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to me, if you were to if you were to say who are the Blues' top performers this year, who are their quote-unquote MVPs, Achari would have to be in that group, that top group of players, you know, again, with the curve to his role. Uh, I think that uh, what they've gotten from him is a hard, honest effort every night. We knew that he could score some goals. He scored 40 and, or 20 in uh, Florida a couple years ago. And I, I think uh, we saw that effort on that second goal the other night where a lot of players maybe don't put the pressure on that Ottawa Senators defenseman. But he did. He put it on Thomas Chabot, and it forced uh, him to kind of lose the puck. And, and now all of a sudden the puck's floating in front of the net, and he's able to to uh, beat the goalie who whiffs. So, you know, if you don't put in that type of effort, you don't score that type of goal, Achari's been one of the guys who's done that all year, and I put him way on the top of the list of uh, top performers for the Blues this year. That's great. Hey, JR, we talked about Vladdy. The Blues still have another half dozen guys on the injured list. O'Reilly, Perunovic, Krug, Bortuzzo, Brown, Scandella. Any of those guys close? So Craig Ruby said yesterday that Tarasenko is the closest. The other guys are more long-term. I can run through them. you got uh, Scandella and Perinovic have been skating. I don't think they're going to come back until after the break. The break's in February. you got the bye. you got the All-Star game. I don't think it'll be until after that. And nobody has salary more- cap problems too, right, With because of the long-term IR with a guy like Scandella? Yeah, definitely. When they bring all these guys back, assuming, you know, sometimes you assume all these guys come back and they don't, somebody else goes out, so on and so forth. But, yeah, you will definitely have cap problems trying to bring everybody back. Uh, but you got Scandell and Perinovich that could be after the break. 
Krug and Bortuzzo are skating. Uh, let's see, Brown skating. Uh, who else do we have? I think O'Reilly. that's about it. O'Reilly, O'Reilly on crutches. Uh, yeah, and he's on crutches. We saw him the other night at the Hall of Fame dinner on crutches. So uh, he's been at the rink, but as far as I know, you know, I don't think uh, with his situation he can get back on the ice yet. Hey, uh, what was your takeaway from that from that Hall of Fame celebration? I thought it was – we were talking to Bernie earlier. I thought the jackets were absolutely amazing, uh, and it seemed like just a, a special event. What were your takeaways from it? Uh, just absolutely amazing. I think, Randy, did you hear – did they say that the guy who uh, did the, the jackets for the Hall of Famers, he also does Dion's jackets? That's I think right. Out at, out of Colorado. So, yeah, be nice to get my hands on one of these, but <laughs> there's no <laughs> – <laughs> There's no Hall of Fame that I'll ever be a part of, so I don't anticipate ever wearing a, a jacket as sharp as those. I thought the event was uh, terrific. Uh, sat next to, to Randy. We were able to uh, shoot the bull all night and, and just kind of reminisce, you know, going back to the years with some of these guys. Uh, Kerry, uh, Randy's a lot older than me, so he was able to tell me about the Solomons. And the <laughs> uh, we, uh, we we got to talk about a lot of eras of uh, Blues hockey, and I think the Blues pulled it off. 400-plus people in that Missouri Athletic Club and uh, a, a bunch of good one-liners, um, a lot of them from Brett Hall, who seemed to have the microphone a lot. <laughs> JR, you are a Hall of Famer to the opening drive, so there's your. Yeah, you yeah. are a Hall of Famer for us. We, we greatly appreciate you every week. All right, now I want that ESPN jacket that I couldn't fit in a couple of weeks ago. Let's get it. I, Mike Ryder, you, we got you. So <laughs> one more story. So we interviewed Red Berenson, who was the, the coach for one of the best Blues teams ever. When he was coaching, I was in junior high, and his daughters, Kelly and Sandy, were in the same junior high as me. Kelly was the same grade. Sandy was uh, a grade behind. And he's telling me what Kelly is up to and that she's a nurse, I think, in New Mexico or something like that. And uh, so, and we, we part. And I say, yeah, tell him I said hi. So we part. And then Red, Red comes back and we run into each other about five minutes later. And he says, by the way, Kelly's available. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Pretty funny. So, oh, that. So did you tell him that you weren't? Uh, no. <laughs> no, but I, Randy, I, I, Randy. I, figure, I figure that time has passed, way <laughs> passed. But no, uh, it's pretty funny. Just you know, a, a father looking out for his daughter yeah, like that. Pretty cool. That is. That's great. Jr., you're the man. We appreciate it, and we'll talk again soon. All right, see you, boys. See you later. That's Jeremy Rutherford, our Blues insider from the Athletic on 101 ESPN.